Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back though. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Purple Pants Podcast, episode 122, Prom King. I serve as your humble and also gracious host, Bryce Isaiah. Thank you for tuning into this week's Survivor News. But listen, if you have not already, please make sure you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, wherever it is that you get your podcasts from. We are available. Hit the subscribe button, write a review, give your baby boy some five stars. And like always with the Survivor News this week, you can follow along with us on my YouTube page, Bryce Isaiah. While you're over on that YouTube page, make sure you hit subscribe. Okay, give this video a thumbs up and let us know in the comments what you think. I've got the baby boys back together. Jack Atkins from Circle Season 2, Wendell Holland from HGTV, and Survivor Ghost Island winner. We are breaking down Episode 9. So listen, get your snacks, get your juice, buckle up in the car. We are finning to crown a Prom King this episode. So let's get right into the menu this week. It's a man who is a man you meet potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew. It's a man who is a man you meet potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew. And we are back this week early as you requested with your Survivor News. Okay, make sure you tune in to the Bryce Isaiah YouTube channel to watch your three baby boys. We've got Jack Atkins from The Circle Season 2 of What It Do. Jack, before I even introduce him, he looking half dead, half alive. Don't really look like deodorant was used today, but we're going to welcome Jack to the podcast today. Well, thank you so much for that kind welcome, Bryce. <laughs> it was my friend's birthday last night. You know, we had to go out and, and celebrate a little bit. So I'm a little bit tired, but I'm a, I'm kept alive by the excitement of from Wednesday's episode. So I'm ready to go. Definitely. And last week we had you drop some bars and it was a fan favorite on Twitter. So you got a hot 16 oh. for the posse. I got a, I got an eight. I got an eight. Oh, okay. Oh, drop the beat. Oh, no, no, wait. <laughs> Wait, what was I? Let me give you a different beat this week. Um, yeah, because uh, last beat's beat was trash. Don't do that. <laughs> I don't know. No. 
I went out. It was my friend's birthday yesterday. <laughs> Yo, we back on the pod breaking down this week's Survivor. I can't even lie, bro. I thought this up was fire. Immediately on the line, rewarded with some beef stew. A lot of arguing back at camp. I guess they had beef too. Nasir went home without playing his idol. I'm as confused as a goat on AstroTurf, bro. That shit was vital. Travel number two, I'm sad that it was heavy, but then I went the whistle. Yeah, I had a couple bevies. Hey! Oh! 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 Jack might be hungover, but that don't stop the fire coming from baby boy Jack. Oh, okay. And of course, we gotta welcome our baby boy Wendeezy to the pod. Would it do? What's up, man? I that I would say that was a tough act to follow, but uh, Jack, you know, like the bars. Don't yeah, don't don't come from my Jack. You know what? Okay, Jack, I, I like your bars. You prepared some some heat for this week. Uh, what you when, got? When do I don't you, have I don't got? have nothing off the top, but I, <laughs> next week I will have some heat for y'all. Right. Well, Bryce. Whoa, whoa, whoa. hold huh? up, Bryce. Bryce, what you got? Uh, okay. Uh, give me a beat. I'm not okay. a beat maker. All right, then I got y'all next. Give it week. Acapella. Give it acapella. I got you, I got give got you with bars. the beat. All right, give me give me a beat, Jackie Jack. <laughs> Uh huh. Chia. Uh huh. Oh. 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 I'm feeling real springtime, baby. Cause I'm the King Eek, baby. I'm feeling real springtime, baby. Just trail me the King, baby. That's all I got. I, Just count him the King, baby. Count him the King, baby. I'm the only one who does my homework here. God damn. Listen, I come prepared. But before we get into this week's episode, I think Wendeezy and I just want to give a huge shout out to all of the people that came from the tri-state area, from Chicago, from Houston, from Delaware, from New Jersey, from Philly, from New York to the Bryce and Wynn presents Philadelphia, the homecoming. When I say we turned it out, when DZ did we turn it out? It was it was incredible, man. Quite the showing packed out that venue there. Were every it was so cool to see so many faces. Shout out to all of the um, reality community that came out, but also to walk in and see some of our day ones from like three years ago, Bryce. It just felt so good to see the Survivor Philly people season one and season two. Dr. Amanda was out there yes. like the people, the faces out there. Josh just, Green, Heather. Yes, there were so Claire. There were so many people that showed up and supported your baby boys. And that for that, we are forever and eternally grateful. It was what was cool for me was seeing like, remember those team Wendell tees? Yes. I oh, must yeah. have seen a dozen of them in there. My boy, Sean, um, Sean, she see houses his last name. I think. Yes, he was in there. His team Wendell T was so it looked vintage, man. He he wore it a lot. And it was just cool to see everybody in there who have shown us love for for now a few years. Yeah. And uh, it's it was good to like be able to give them hugs. People were in there saying the last time I was out like this was your last watch party on Winners at War before COVID shut everything down. Yeah. It, it was crazy. I was seeing some of my day one people before there was even a Bryce and Wynn, before Wendell was even on Survivor, when Bryce was doing watch parties. I see Way people back. don't do that. Uh, we're just like, I'm so happy this is continuing. I saw some 
I saw a Purple Pants podcast hoodie in the building. Uh, it was so amazing. But again, we just can't thank you guys enough for the support, the love. Um, it was truly felt. I even, I think on Instagram, somebody had put to their story, I found my people. And that was like just so dope to know that we were able to, we're able to cultivate uh, this Bryce and Win Presents community where it's like you can come by yourself and you leave with friends. Dr. Amanda, Jason, Katie, they was on the floor yeah. watching Survivor. Yeah. They were was, doing it. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Because you want to be at the next wanna, one too. Wanna, oh. What's up? I said I'm, I might make an appearance at the next one. Oh, Jack! Shout out to all my fans. <laughs> No, we watched it Wednesday and there was actually some some rap patrons at the bar watching with us, some OG Survivor News fans from before the circle time. So oh, shout out to them. Yes. You, you know, Jack and Zam presents. <laughs> we'll, we'll be doing something for the finale. That's what's up. Yeah, it sounds like a great event over in Philly. It was great. We have to shout out like the OG Philly Survivors. Russ, Ramona. Ramona. Jervis couldn't make it, but we're blessed to be in a, in a city where we have some really great survivors from, you know, from the past and they came out and it was just seeing them interact with the fans, giving the love and the hugs and everything and seeing Russ, you know, Russ, Russ. he has, it's, there's something about Russ, man. So he was in there just, just showing mad love. We did a little pregame. And yes. it just was a great event. And yeah. shout out to all of our surprise guests that we can't even name uh, that were in the building. So it was an amazing time. But listen, y'all, we thank you, thank you, thank you. But listen, the people came for the prom king, and that is me. So listen, we got a lot going on this episode. It was so good. Uh, it was hard for me to watch at the Bryson Wynn Presents, but you know, I was screaming. So let's get right up on into this episode because we got a lot to break down and I'm sure this is going to be a Jack-filled, enthusiastic podcast. Shots fired. As always. No, I mean, I'm saying like, I think that you like this. I'm, I'm assuming you would be very happy with this episode. Oh, yeah, for the most part. Let me put on my chapstick and get ready to go. <laughs> well, Wait, why you put your chapstick on like that, Jack? How you put your chapstick on? Do I have some? You, you know, you I like, be like I like the green, you know, a little, oh, you know, like make sure you... About the, what, what, what's the product you're, you're using? Blistex, with, Jack? Yeah, I'm using Blistex. Uh, I, I'm using I Cocoa know, Butter. I don't know if it's the, I think... Yes. Yeah, I could, I could probably use some cocoa is butter. Some, the only use thing? a straight Vaseline. Oh, is that the only thing you use? Uh, cocoa butter. So here's what you need to do. Every day, you put some on your lips multiple times a day, whatever. You also take some Vaseline. Ew. Right? And you put it on your cuticles. Oh, nobody right? got time for that. Tell uh, me, every day. I do it at least three times a day, man. They say my hands look good. That's a lie. The so lie detector determined that was a lie. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Wendy V, now that your cuticles are cleaned and moisturized and moisturized and Jack's lips are moisturized, better, better, <laughs> better. His cuticles are not clean. My, my, my cutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Wendy, break us down. Let us know what's happening. All right, let's get right into it. We are on the, the, the post-merge. It's Via Cana, I believe the Via Cana beach. Oh, Viacon? No. Oh. Via Connor, like it, however, like it is. <laughs> <laughs> we're not starting off like this, gentlemen. We are on the Via Connor tribe, and it is after this evening at Tribal Council at Tribal Council huh? where Heather jumped up and she started trying to shake things up. So we get right back to the beach. Deshaun is a little upset with Heather going rogue, and he's also upset that Shan said to vote Heather and jumped right down his throat when he kind of, you know. Gave her some some backlash to that. Then we get a confessional where Shan says he's kind of immature. Deshaun kind of says she's kind of messy. And she tells the group what she wants, but she's not really listening to other people. Amongst all this chaos, we have Evie, who is happy that she's seeing this majority alliance or the, the strong alliance. She's seeing some, you know, dissension amongst them. Yeah, definitely. I I think what is so interesting about Deshaun and Shan is that like, although they are on the same alliance. So let me just start off by saying this. Like after watching this episode, I realized that there are only really four people right now, in my opinion, correct me if I'm wrong, that actively have an end game. And the four people that I see are Shan, Ricard, Deshaun, and Xander. They're the only people that I really feel like have an end game um, and that are actively working towards it. And so the one thing that I love about Survivor is that when you have these really big players like a Shan and a Deshaun, like although they are on the same alliance, we see the we see the dissension in them because it's like Shan is playing towards her end game that doesn't necessarily work towards Deshaun's end game. And as a fan of the show, I love to see the chaos. Like, I hate to see them go at it, but I love to see, like, who will actually be able to get other people to go with them and to see how it works out. I do want to give a huge, like, shout out to Deshaun because we saw him when he came back from Tribal. He was hot. Okay, he was giving me spicy, bricey vibes because that's how I be. What I love about Deshaun was the next morning seeing him and Shan talk it out, being like, listen, yesterday I was a little hot. I just like that because, you know, my podcast, I always say I'm on a road to a better Bryce and there are times I might cuss somebody out and I really don't mean it. You know, sometimes I might not even like apologize. And so I like the fact that they're able, mind you, I guess it's not really in my life playing for a million dollars, but I like to see the fact that people can like right their wrongs um, and especially in Survivor and in the real world. What you think of all of this drama after the uh, 
tribal Jackie. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of a continuation of what we talked about last week with, you know, the different forms of communication going on. I agree with you. I think there's a, a pretty obvious group of players that are really playing the game. They're looking for a certain end games. And then there's a few players that are kind of just there for the ride. And so to see those, those a lot of those competitors are kind of in the same alliance. So there's obviously going to be fractures going on. Um, and then obviously as for the other players that are kind of sitting back a little bit more, hopefully we see them step up because it's never, it's never as fun if, if players are playing for second place. Now, can I ask the baby boys a question? Do you feel like, I think that's a good point that Jack brought up that there are some people that are just like along for the ride. And then there are people that have these end games. Do you think respectfully at this point in the game, can you ride along and still have a way to like that, not only the end, but to win or at this game, should your end game be somewhat prevalent and coming together? I mean, I really do think you always need to have a, a picture of what your ideal end game looks like. Even if you're not actively, you know, setting things in motion at all times, you want to at least have some direction. I think right now the, the three players that I don't really see with a, with a really good chance to win would be Liana, Danny and Heather. So I think if you're one of those three players, you need to be self-aware enough to go to the others and say like, hey, we need to end up in the final three together or else none of us are going to win. So at that's at this point, you could be laying low like they are, but you need to recognize that and then find people that you could actually be in, in you know, kind of go to the end together with by necessity. I think that you're right, Bryce, in saying that Sham Ricard, Deshaun and Xander, they've been playing strong games. They they can all win the game. Danny and Evie at this point, I'm I'm thinking. Those are two players, you know, granted, Evie ends up going home tonight. Those are two players that I think could have formulated some kind of a final three to where they could win the game, but not by going with a Shan, Ricard, Deshaun, or Xander to the end. But, you know, there was still Liana, Heather, and Asir. So there's still five. There's still a five that could have moved or shaked or shake something up. So I could see a path to the end for them. But like you said, Shan, Ricard, Deshaun, Xander, those are the people that look like they're one of them are money money yeah but (laughs) problem uh, for xander's end game is he has like no allies that's that's my concern but he's playing a good game if he gets the end he probably wins but like who who goes with him i mean so i i see that like where you're saying he has no allies however i also feel like that is a good strategy in the sense that you might not have any allies that are still in the game but everybody that's going home if you get to the end more than likely they won't want to vote for you Oh, I, I think if he gets to the end right now with pretty much anyone, he probably wins. But I just I'm, I think what's going to have to happen for him to win is he skates by another couple rounds with the threat of his idol. He, he plays he his idol. He wins some immunities. He ain't been skating. Xander been putting it work. Skate, skates by in the sense uh, that people are shifting the target off of him because they know he has an idol. Got you. Like, that's sort of what happened last week. If he, I think he needs to keep doing that. And then, you know, win a couple of challenges, make a good idol play. But he's not going to get to the end with like a loyal alliance. You know what I mean? Gotcha. I think that there is power in that because we see currently what's happening in the loyal alliance. And honestly, do I want to be in? I mean, obviously, you know, I would want to be next to Xander. So, I mean, but I'm just saying, like, you know, there is something in flexibility, which uh-huh. I am. You're flexible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as as we were saying, so. The next, the in the morning, Deshaun apologizes to Shan. She apologizes to him. It looks like they piece things up. She says that Erica and Heather are dangerous, but we get a confessional where Deshaun still seems a little wishy-washy about Shan, as he should because he playing his ink. It's his end game. Yeah, he's he's playing his game. 
Then we have Nasir going up to Heather. <laughs> Saying he, he this knows is a she great wrote moment. He knows she wrote his name down. No, no, you're getting it wrong. Nasir came over and was like, "Look, Heather, yesterday is yesterday. Mama today, H. <laughs> okay, Mama H. Yesterday, yesterday, today, today, we good. But in the words of Nene Leaks and Candy Burris, we see each other. Okay. <laughs> and first of all. We haven't been seeing a lot of Mama H. Mama H a little, we might have to call Spicy Mama H. She was like, I didn't say your name. I didn't write your name down. Saying your name and writing your name down is two different things. Hey, Abby, come here. Yeah. Abby's I like, think calling over Abby was the funniest part of that whole interaction. <laughs> And she's like, she's Evie's like, or let me let me channel my. They were Evie like, they came. Evie came over and was like, go ahead. No, I'm I'm Heather. I'm my, Wendell. You not see her. I'm my, Mama H. Jack, you Evie. Action scene island one go. I see you. <laughs> what? I know what happened last night. <laughs> yesterday is yesterday. Today is today. It's a new day. No, I Nasir. There's a difference in writing someone's name. This crazy family. There's a difference between. Listen, I didn't. I didn't write your name down. I said your name. Evie. Evie. Yo, what's up, dude? <laughs> Mama H, what's good? You good, Evie? I'm chilling. Yeah. Did I say Nasir yesterday? At Tribal? Yes. Yeah, you said vote Nasir, dude. Nasir was like, <laughs> you see? Meanwhile, if you do something, own up to it. Meanwhile, hold on. Xander, where's Xander? Oh, it's hard, dude. (laughs) He was right behind the bushes. Xander was like, I see him. I'm the one that wrote Nasir name down. So I'ma just fades to black. (laughs) So yeah, so in actuality, it was Xander that wrote his name down. Nasir thought it was Heather. So Nasir isn't buying what Heather's selling. And uh yeah, and and also they finally, uh, at some point after this, they finally all get to eat some rice. Okay, They're, oh, they yeah. now have something that they can eat, and it looked like they were eating a good portion of it. Mm-hmm. That's when we get this confessional about um, Ricard being hard of hearing, fully deaf in his right ear. It was scary to him coming into the game, you know, being hard of hearing, right. which is understandable. <laughs> but now he's feeling he he has his footing in the game. He's playing great. And he thinks that, you know, this is a game he can win. He's thriving. I, I love, first of all, you know, I love the backstories. I love hearing more about people. You know, I, I love baby boy Ricard. And I think that this is like definitely a testament to anyone and everyone when we grow up and we have like disabilities or we have limitations or we have things that we feel like make us othered. And I always say this, it's really your superpower. And, you know, for Ricard to be like deaf in one ear, the fact that he's able to read body languages so well and read lips so well it's really playing so much to his advantage and so like again i always tell people to whatever makes you different whatever makes you feel like you're not a part of the norm don't try to be it use what you have and that is your superpower and harness it and i think that we are definitely seeing such amazing representation from ricard i love it but i love every time cbs release photos of ricard or of like the season ricard but the eyes be like (laughs) but now i wonder like he probably in a photo in somebody conversation getting the tea Mm. maybe that's how he managed to deal with uh shan's bad communication skills for so long he just just turns (laughs) oh 
Don't. <laughs> See him up. See him up. Foul on the play. You almost got a double tech. We almost threw you out of here. This is oh, a, shoot. <laughs> if I need to say it one more time, this is a sham stance. Yeah. Podcast. So tread lightly, some equilibrium. tread lightly. Yeah. So as we were saying, what I think is cool about the editing, especially with regards to Ricard at this moment, is they started like making him truly look like a superhero, zooming in on people's mouths and like watching him how he studies body language. <laughs> he studies people's lips. I think that was cool how they um, how they showed it. And he proclaimed himself to be the first winner or he like, you know, speaking into existence. So for me, that was like a where the bell at? That was a ding uh, for me in the sense of like, OK, Ricard, you want something to happen? You got to speak it into existence. So I was like, we we see you. We see each other. We're big on manifesting over here. So, you know, Ricard, much respect. As Bryce would say, kudos to you. <laughs> for speaking that thing into existence. So hopefully, you know, for your sake, you win it. It works out. Um, as we move Ricard's along, been great, yeah. he's been Ricard's great. Been right? awesome. Yeah. I think he might be the, the best, you know, strategic player on the season. I think you're right. Hands down. He's playing with nothing in his pocket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> as we move on, we have some people talking on the beach. We get Shan, Liana, Deshaun and Danny walking right off from Evie and Erica, I believe. Evie and Heather. No, Xander and Erica. Xander and Erica. And so we have Shan, Liana, Deshaun, Danny, and Ricard chatting over here. And then we have Xander and Erica like, man, they did they just, you know, walk right away from us just to strategize? They were feeling some kind of way. I would as well. And I also sometimes I feel like, is this survivor foreshadowing? Because like, you know, it takes me back to the um, I don't know if, if it was like the the Matt Bischoff season or it could have been the season with Michael Snow or no, it was the season with Eddie. Uh, what's the guy's name? Eddie. Eddie, where like Eddie all Fox, Eddie yeah, Fox, like. where all the young people slept on the beach and really isolated Michael Snow and a whole bunch of people. And I'm like, that never really works. I feel like in Survivor. At any given time, the game can change. So you never, I, me personally, unless it's at a tribal, I've only been a one, but I feel like you should never like isolate the other people like that because you never know in a clutch situation when you might need a zaddy, you might need an Erica. And like, yeah, for me, that was like hard to watch because I, I felt like if I were on that beach, I mean, I would be like the Xander or the Evie, but I mean, I wouldn't be my sitting next to Xander. Yeah, so. I mean, Comparing it to the cookout in, in Big Brother, what the cookout did so well is that they completely masked their alliance. They never met in a full group, I think, until they made it to like the final six. And so for, I guess you, we'll call it the camp out to just be like, all right, let's go have an alliance meeting and then just walk off in front of everybody. It's like, OK, you're not really disguising your your POC alliance very well. And that, that's going to come back to bite you. So, yeah, well, it, was, it was definitely sh shabby gameplay, in my opinion. So. Here's the thing. It may or may not come back to bite them, but good, good play is to not walk away like that. Yeah, so yeah. They're, they're very powerful, you know, like they got a lot going on, but it's good play to just understand the optics of. Yeah, it's better to be safe. Better to be safe. Another thing that I think that what this alliance is executing so well is that 
They don't really know who the top two is, like the outsiders. And we get a lot of this talk, you know, where, you know, Evie or not, um, Erica is saying like, you know, they don't know who's in control. And then at some point in the 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 conversation or in the episode, we saw, I think it might have been Evie or and somebody saying like, I see Shannon and Liana walking off a lot. So like, I like the fact that nobody really knows who's really running the alliance. And I mean, I don't know at this point, who do you guys think is running the alliance? Would you say it's Shan and Ricard? Or would you say it's Shan and Deshaun? Or would you say it's Shan and Liana? From the looks of it, how else would you look at it? That's Just ask question. him. <laughs> no, from the smell of it. Okay. Uh, that's better. <laughs> Shut up, right? I I guess it seems like a lot of stuff circulates around Shan. Yeah, I I would agree with the Shan thing, especially at the live tribal where Shan's kind of the one making the calls. I would say it's Shan. But th- there is that dynamic where it's like, all right, you got Shan and Leon are super close. Danny and Deshaun are probably the closest duo out on the island at this point. And then Ricard's obviously close to Shan. So it's it's an alliance of five, but I think Shan is kind of running it. But then Deshaun and Danny, I feel like, are always kind of malleable to do their own thing if they want. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm hesitant to say that it's probably Shan and Deshaun in the sense that I feel like De- we see the weight of Deshaun at last tribal where he was not OK with it. And they all went back to the original vote. I don't I've never really seen Ricard pull a move like that. So I think that Ricard might be Shan's closest alliance. But I definitely think if we're talking like powerful and who can sway i i'm a little bit more on the side of probably like a a deshaun and a shan are probably the leaders of that alliance in their own right because they're not i mean yeah (laughs) they ain't on the same page but they both have weight right yeah Mm -hmm. as they walk off shan again says that she's concerned about erica she's smart while she's not as laser focused on a xander which to me is a little bit like we know as viewers how smart Xander is and how good of a survivor player he is, right? Per. So um, maybe on the island, that's, uh, I mean, Shan is more concerned with Erica at this moment. Maybe to Shan's defense. This is a Shan Stan podcast. So I'm <laughs> Go, ahead. Shan's defense Go ahead, here. Xander. Maybe Xander to her is like, a, is a more obvious target. And so she's less worried about a Xander because you know, she she thinks Xander's a bigger target, so people are going to want him out, you know, at some point for whatever reason that, that her alliance is going to want to target him at some point, whereas in Erica's much more quiet. So if, if your alliance isn't thinking about her, that can be dangerous because they might go for Xander and then they might be like, OK, Erica's not a problem. So maybe we turn on Shan now. So to get Erica out ahead of time could be her thinking when she wants to keep a big target in the game and take out someone who's kind of a quiet assassin. When somebody's so glaring on the radar, it's so obvious. Xander's such an mm-hmm. obvious target. It's easy for these players that can slip, you know, that can kind of go unnoticed to pull something fast on you. But yeah. isn't that what y'all said in Winners at 41 about Tony? Winners at 41? I mean, uh, what, what, yeah, what season was that? <laughs> Winners at War. Isn't, what, isn't that what y'all like always said about Tony? No? Okay. I mean, I, may, maybe, you know what? Maybe was out of the game at that point. So I apologize. Um, yeah, I was. Also, also uh, maybe if you're, if you're Shan, maybe you feel like, you know, I know where Xander 
who Xander wants to target. Maybe you think like, okay, Xander's probably going to target Eliana before he targets me. Whereas if, if Shan might perceive Erica, mm. she, she might say, I don't know where Erica, her head is at. So she might want to come straight for me. And that's something I want to take out of this game. That is very smart, Jack. I, like that's uh yeah, that's a, again, that's a Shan end game because like, yeah, him and Liana have that like tenacity. That beef. Yeah. N- and not Stu. Okay. Not that's Stu. actually really good. Which I also want to touch on later, uh, just this Liana and how she's dead set on Xander. And she's always, there's always, she's always like, I'm, I'm going to get this guy. Like, ah, look at, but we'll get there. But anyway, we'll move on to the challenge. We have two immunities and a reward. Bryce, what's the reward? The reward is some beef stew that don't really look like beef stew. It looked like some carrots and a turkey neck and water. Cause my beef stew, I like it dark. Like I like my coffee. Yes. So we have this, this challenge for beef stew and there will be two groups and it will be a double tribal. We will have two people going home. And so I guess they, they draw for spots. We have the yellow side, which is Erica, Shan, Ricard, Nasir, and Heather. Then we have the blue side, Deshaun, Evie, Liana, Xander, and Danny. And this is the challenge where you're perched up. You got your arms up. You're standing on a little, you're standing on a little block of wood. You can't let go. Because if you let go with your hands, you're eliminated. If your feet fall off, you're eliminated. So you just have to stand this way. Bryce, you got to pull your shoulders back. Back. They are back. All right. I'm saying you're about to eliminate yourself. So So, uh, for the rest of the podcast, we got to stay like this. Okay. So for the people that aren't watching YouTube right now, we have Jack's arm are like, damn. Yeah, Jack, you got to pull those arms back. Look how bad. Look back. Higher. I feel like your elbows got to be higher, Jack. Elbows high. He, like Jack you know, is 6'5". Bryce, you look like high. a purple cobra right now. What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> so, Ooh, this we have... Now. Don't it hurt a little bit? So we have... Everyone is standing up on this perch. We are set to begin. First one to drop is Evie, then Heather, mm. then Liana, mm. then Shan. Mm. We get Ricard with a toothpick in his mouth. Oh, Bryce, are you letting go? No, I is out of it, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh, I can't. I don't want to win every immunity challenge or else I'm going to be a big target. So I'm going to let you guys take one. Jack is out of it. I also yeah, don't like Stu. Okay. <laughs> well, I was watching the episode with Xander. I was oh. like, I was like, if you told me the reward was Stu, I would be like, what the? And then he was like, he was like, actually, bro, like I've been talking about Stu for weeks on the island. So I was so excited. I was like, I was like, all right, like, oh, because maybe they, maybe uh, they uh, wait, Wendell, your arms, they're up. That's Jack, a warning. Keep an eye That's on warning. it. First warning. First warning. Now, so we get Ricard, who has a toothpick in his mouth. Oh. He looks over to Nasir. <laughs> oh, sorry, I've been a little under the weather. Oh. Anyway, that's what they call it. I've been over the weather. What? <laughs> Her name is the weather. Oh, what? And okay, so we have Ricard. He looks over at Nasir and he says, "I'm not dropping." Mm-hmm. Danny then drops. Danny's out of it. Then we have Nasir saying to Ricard and Erica, "He can stay up here for two hours." Oh, Bryce, can you stay like that for two hours? I, I'm actually done. <laughs> Dang, I'm the winner. And Wendell wins individual immunity. Oh my arm. Oh. 
Can't, give me a hug, Wendell. <laughs> Safe tonight at Tribal Council. And gets chicken or beef stew. I get that beef stew. I want that turkey leg. What was it, Bryce? It was the turkey neck. I want, I want that turkey neck. So we have our boy Nasir saying he can stand up for two hours. Ricard drops. <laughs> Nasir, you start seeing him wiggling a little bit. He can't feel his hands. His hand is like on the edge of the pole. Yep. Bro, Probst is like, get your hand on, get your hand on the back of the pole. Oh, oh, I knew you were going to say that. Nasir can't because he literally can't feel his hand. So Nasir drops. It's down to Deshaun and Xander. For I'm sorry. So Nasir drops Erica and Erica wins. wins. Erica wins on that side. So now it's down to Deshaun and Xander for the immunity. Um, and then Erica's like, Erica's like, fuck the stew. I'm, I'm getting down. <laughs> Which I yeah. think is pretty fair. I would probably do the same thing. Yeah, she. so she, she jumps down and uh, we have a showdown. Mm. Reminiscent of who remembers? Uh, me Christian and Alec. And Alec, yeah. Oh. Wait, Wait, Christian, you think like slightly and, different, right? It was slightly different, but yeah, 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 yeah. Same, yeah. Christian Ubiki and Alec uh, Marlino. Marlino, both zaddies from the Bryce Isaiah 2021 zaddy calendar. So we have this showdown. They both look like, you know, it, it's taking a toll, but Deshaun. He got that face on. I was, I was like, oh, Deshaun. I felt like Deshaun was going to take it home. Yeah, it to me, he had he. It looked like he was thinking of them three Ds, but it looked on his <laughs> face. It looked like he was struggling a little bit. He it definitely was. And um, yeah, I looks can be deceiving. Let me give you a little uh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Let me let we get a smile out of Xander and. He was smiling the whole time. Okay, because I, I word on the block. I can't confirm with the nah. I do have. I have heard that Xander might be a listener of the Purple Pants podcast. So Xander, we need for you to confirm through maybe Jack. Were you smiling because you was thinking about your baby boy? Let us know. <laughs> I can confirm that he was. He was not thinking. <laughs> Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay. So, who wins the challenge? Tell it to a Wendell. Zaddy Zan. Oh. Wins the ch- Jack's Oscar, boy, baby. Jack's boy, Zaddy's yeah. at Wendy's challenge. <laughs> Can I give y'all actual audio of it happening? I'll cheer, I'll cheer. Yes, Zander! 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 Yes,
the crowd went wild. That's true. At our party. I don't know who that is. So it sounds like the crowd was happy, but it sounds like there was one very, very happy person in the crowd. I don't know who, who could that have been. Zaddy! Zaddy! It's clear when they both get off of this perch thing that they're both messed up. And it's hard for them to even move, but they still show great sportsmanship. I think they try to hug each other or something, <laughs> and they kind of limp off to the to the side. And Let's go Xander. yeah, yeah, Jack, how do you feel about your boy winning fu- it? I mean, going into the challenge, I, I felt like he had a great shot. He's a beast with just any sort of endurance things. He'll he'll run a casual marathon like on a Sunday afternoon just to work out. Um, so I felt like this was his challenge to lose. Uh, and then I was super excited that he won, obviously, because, you know, with two people going home, if you win immunity, you're, you're going to fast pass the final eight. So it's kind of like getting two two immunities in one. So I was super excited about him winning this one. Jack, so I know your fraternity. Uh, that means in your fraternity, two out of the three people on uh, a reality show have won an individual immunity challenge. How many individual immunity challenges have you won? We, we don't have individual immunity <laughs> challenge, bro. This is rigged. This is a... This bullshit question. <laughs> Throw it right back at him, Jack. How many? Yeah, how many? How many, many individual needs? <laughs> I ex- actually, I've won none. Uh, <laughs> how many makeup contours have you completed? <laughs> have I completed? Emily! I've completed one. How'd that go for it you? It's iconic. And every it's, time... The circle puts it up as they profile back. I actually put it up when I did the Instagram takeover. Oh, yeah. Collection I did some other cups. things to the account that's still a secret. But oh. <laughs> anyways. Oh, OK. So now we have one side that uh, that wins this beef stew, beef, chicken, turkey neck, whatever you want to call it, stew. Yes. And that is uh, Deshaun, Evie, Liana. Thanks to Xander and Danny. and. At this point, you're chilling, you're grubbing, you're Deshaun. Oh, I'm, I'm just thinking at this point, if you're in the uh, the power group, if you're Deshaun, Leanna, and Danny, what's your play right now? Like, what do you think? I mean, what 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 do you do? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, if you're if you're eating right now, and what? The, yeah. All right, sorry. ladies and gentlemen, for the people for the people watching, for the people listening and not watching. I was reading my notes. I look up and now Bryce has a purple crown on and he has a plant in his a breast succulent. Pocket. He has a succulent in his breast pocket and he has maybe a, a blazer, a blazer on over pump. his purple pants hoodie. Oh, Talk to us. Hi guys. Sorry. That was, I just put my corsage on. I was returning from prom. I was the prom queen. Uh, and actually Xander was the prom king. Xander was the prom king. Why is that? Xander is considered the prom king this episode because he has immunity and he's lodged between is it Deshaun? Is it Danny? Or is it Heather and Evie? Or no, Evie and who else is out there? So it could be you have you have Xander is very popular. He's the prom king and Bryce. Yes, you are the prom, prom queen. Hell. Xander's the popular one that everyone wants to talk to. You know, Deshaun has his alliance with Liana and Danny, but Deshaun wants to kind of play the middle game. So he's talking to Evie 
and saying we we were on the we went on that island together. I kind of promised to to not write your name down. You know, we're working together. We're good. If Deshaun is working with Evie, then you have Liana and Danny on the other side. Then you have Xander, who is he can work with Deshaun and Evie. He could do whatever he wants to do. But in that case, Deshaun is kind of like um, yeah, working Deshaun's working in a different angle. Yeah. Right. What I also thought was very crucial, and again, I felt like Ricard, you know, listening to watching body language when Xander kind of sort of approaches Deshaun and Danny and really saying like, hey, I'm willing to work with you guys. Deshaun is really like, hey, like I'm not really in this with Shan, so I'm willing to work. And if we got to get rid of Liana, for me... It was Danny's face in that moment. Danny's face was like a. Mm. And, I didn't uh, peep that. Yeah. And so, again, I feel like it. And don't get me wrong. I understand, like, you know, if Xander is coming to you and offering you this, like you, you go with it. But in that moment, I felt like Danny was looking at the show and like, is we just telling this man what we want to hear? Or are you actually revealing your cards? Mm, and yeah. From what I get from Danny is he seems to be very loyal. And again, I is this foreshadowing in Survivor? Is Deshaun going to try to break out from his alliance? You know, could it be a misstep? Is it going to be too soon for him to do something like that? I don't know. That was a really interesting for me to see that because then it seemed like they all kind of somewhat agreed on. And that powwow, did they agree on Liana or did they agree on Evie? I'm not sure. Jack, what do you think? Because I think they sort of said Evie, or, I'm sorry, Liana. I think oh. they sort of said Liana. Right. Because then at the beach, then, the, the, you know, Danny, Danny yeah, came Danny, back. Yeah. Okay. All right. On my notes, there's there's a point that it says uh, Xander walks up to Liana. That did happen. And asks what she's thinking. And I think that all of those, their interactions, man, whenever it's like... I hate his face. Well... Oh, that was during the challenge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's rewind to that really quick. You didn't have your prom outfit on, but it's cool. Yeah. During the challenge, when Xander is smiling, she she hits us with the I hate his face. Now, although we love my little sis Liana, that's something I'm going to have to blatantly disagree with, you know, because me as the Xander with an X Stan fan club, we actually love Stander. St- oh, <laughs> come on, Jack. Yes, I'm the stander. You know Put that um, in a bar next week. Yeah. You better I, stop I with you. the stander. I set the bar because it's a zaddy sander. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um, Jack, <laughs> Jack faces for me. I think um, her. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jack. What you got? Well, yeah, I just like watching that live. I was like, I don't, I don't know what's up. Why, like, why is she so. I think. And I've seen this on Reddit a little bit. I think Liana has a fat crush on Xander, but because of gameplay and because I don't think Liana typically goes for, you know, that straight white male, like bro, golden boy archetype. I think she's trying to suppress that crush and is, is doing so by just telling herself that she hates Xander. I don't see it. Neither do I, but I mean, who knows? Well, what's, what's your take Bryce? Cause I have a take. You want to know who has a crush on Xander? (laughs) <laughs> we already know the yeah, answer Bri- yeah, yeah Bryce tell us who has a crush on Xander I don't know it's like no uh, like I love Xander Xander's my bro so I don't want to like misconstrue that thoughts I, on Liana and that I I I oftentimes I feel like I can relate to Liana in the sense of somebody like if I don't like somebody or somebody has done something to me 
I'm going to harp on it and I'm going to want to see it done or like the person out. So I get that. I just and I again, I wonder, is it the edit that we are only just seeing her talk about Xander a lot? So I don't know, but I definitely can sympathize in like somebody doing something to me or I want or somebody like making a big move on me like the L. Mm. And like for me, that's all I'm going to harp on until I can get them out. But will this be Liana's downfall that it's constantly Xander? And honestly, the way I look at it, um, she really had an opportunity, in my opinion, to work with Xander like three episodes ago like that I keep talking about everyone's end game that could have been an end strategy for Liana to have this undercover ooh, under, under the covers undercover thing with Xander because and since everyone knows that they like don't like each other it could be a great cover I also thought it was another like interesting move of Liana who like won okay little sis Xander know you don't like him. You don't like Xander. For you to then go try to pull the Ricard, the Shan of the Ricard of the Ricard of the Shan move that did not work for the Ricard of the Shan of the Shan of the Ricard for then for you. And then, you know, little <laughs> sis, said, when give you me went, your idol. Right. To make me feel comfortable. Xander was oh like, Xander was like, yeah, he was like, maybe she's like, oh, so you're he's like, not for you. <laughs> like, oh my <laughs> God. That was hilarious. But I mean, listen, what Aaliyah say? If at first you don't succeed, you don't succeed. Dust yourself, yourself off, off and try, try again. again. You can dust, dust it off, Leon again. Jack doesn't know that song. Uh, Jack don't know. I just know Liana's messing up. But oh. be careful. Walk. Tread lightly. Tread lightly, um, Jack. You, you guys don't. You guys don't think that was a huge mistake. No, okay. I, I definitely, definitely think that was a yeah. that not a great because you're right. She she could use the fact that people know that they're against each other right. to try to make inroads. But when you're trying to make an inroad, I don't think your first step could be just give me your idol. Like I mean, right? But here's the thing, though, it don't hurt to try. Like I mean, like he it like, does hurt to try. I mean, but does it when we already know their relationship is shattered? So I mean, for me, it's just like. I would have not done that because I would have seen it very clearly. However, yeah, uh, I, yeah I, I don't know. There's multiple levels in the sense of like he has immunity. So like, you know, it, I don't think that that's really the like approach on much of any level. <laughs> I'll say two things. Going back to the crush. I don't think she has a crush on him. I think I think this is someone that she's been playing the game with for so long. They weren't on the same side of things. Every little thing about him now at this point, they've literally been every little thing can irritate her, especially after he played her a couple tribal councils ago. So I think she's just like, man, anything to get this. And so her saying like his face, it's just like, I know I've been around people so long. It's just like any little thing. Mm. Sometimes like I'd say with you, Bryce, like whatever little thing, I'm just like, get away from me right now. So I can understand how she feels. Now, in her asking for the idol, I can also understand because I was on an island at one point and I asked someone for their fire tokens. (laughs) They didn't give me their fire tokens Mm. because I was I was trying to bargain uh, with Parv a little bit. She didn't give me her fire tokens and it, it probably wasn't the best tact on my on my part the way I asked for them, Liana, similarly, she, she's not in the right position with Xander to ask for his idol, right? Not not right now, probably never in the game. If there was some mending that happened beforehand and, and some trust that she showed 
or that they showed each other beforehand for the last few tribals. Maybe, maybe now could be a time where she'd ask for it, but, but now it's definitely not the time. Right. It was also very similar type of move on the other tribe. I mean, I know I might be jumping around a lot. I was just saying Xander uh, and Nasir was on the same page with telling people they're not giving them their idols this episode. What's he saying? Oh, oh, like when when Heather. Oh, yeah. So when Erica and Heather were like, <laughs> we're like, Nasir, would you vote with us? He's like, no. And they're like, well, how about you give us your idol? I was like, what? Like he would just vote with you if you want. I say was like, no, go keep this for myself. I think my safety is the priority here. So uh, yeah, Xander and uh, Nasir were definitely on the same page. Yeah, and uh, Nasir is, is feeling very comfortable. Mm. He says he's cool like a cucumber. Oh, <laughs> he tells Heather. Um, he goes to sit with them, and he tells Heather, like, "Look, I'm sorry." You, you, Okay, now, I, I also feel like that is what sealed Nasir's fate this episode. Like, when is Survivor? Now, again, I've only played one time. Only played 11 days. I don't know a lot, but uh, I know you don't tell the person, <laughs> hey. First of all, you don't want, hey, Jack. What's up, Bryce? It's been so fun playing with you. You know, it's, it's been so much fun having you on the pod. It's been so much fun having you on the Purple Pants Podcast. I appreciate you so much. What are you getting at? And I, hey, I've had so much. This is, this is my favorite part of my whole life, Bryce. And uh, yeah, I'm so sorry that we are no longer going to podcast anymore. Wendell, let's vote his ass out. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you listening that want to play Survivor one day, you don't want to let the target know that they're the target. Even if it's obvious. It's, it's like rule number one. Yeah. Yeah. That's got to be one of uh, Jessica and David's rules, right? Well, if it, if it's not, that's ever that's it's that's just the purple no pants podcast. That's the news. Yeah, yeah. Don't let the target know that they're the target at any point. So yeah. Things can change. Now, I mean, honestly, do you feel like Nasir was doing it from like a good place, um, of oh. just being like, hey, like, let me just like, I just want you to know, or do you feel like he was doing it from a comfortable place? Both multiple things can be true in this case, and I also think he was doing it in a. Let me um, uh, pander a little bit for my jury vote. Mm. And you as a former winner and a former first merge, would you say that if you were to pander for a jury vote, do you do that? Clearly, you don't do it now, but do you do it in tribal or do you do it when they are in the jury and you speak about them while you're at another tribal, when would you say both of you guys, when would be an appropriate time to pander to a jury member if you're potentially getting rid of them now? And uh, like, you know, and also this also tells me that clearly if you were saying that he was pandering, maybe Nasir was really having an end game as well. What do you guys think? How, how should one go about pandering to the jury? I think there's a, a few, th I'll start it off because I'm, I'm definitely not the expert in this situation. Um, but I think there's a few things. I think one, you always, you got, you can always pander, but you always have to be subtle. Like you don't want the person you're pandering to to know that you're pandering. So it's like flattery. Like if the person you're flattering knows that you're just flattering them, then they're like, all right, this means nothing to me. I, then also, I think a big point is when you're, if you're pandering to, to jury members, each jury member is going to receive pandering. Like they're, they're going to want a different type of pandering, right? So maybe for Mama H, she would, she's the type of woman who would appreciate that kindness of knowing that she might be going home. I don't know. But for like an Erica or uh, a Ricard or a Shan who was a more strategic player, 
I think the way that Nasir needs to, to build his case with the jury is to actually go play the game. I think if you're Nasir, you need to put yourself in that swing position and play both sides and really show that you have some strategic chops. And that's what's going to earn you the respect of the jury. Because for me, as as someone who, if I was a jury member, I value strategy. If someone just came to me and said, oh, Jack, you're going home. I'd be like, F that. Like you're just a snitch. Yeah. You're just, oh. yeah. You're just a snitch. You're not playing the game and you're not giving me any chance to work my way out of it. Like at least pretend that I can work my way out of the situation. Give me something to work with. Cause now I'm going to target you. And then if I go to the jury, I'm, I'm going to put my vote towards the people that didn't blow their cover. So I think, I don't, I don't know, Wendell, as someone who's obviously won the favor of the jury before, what do you think? I agree with you, Jack. I think, I think there are a few ways it's you build genuine relationships or some, you build relationships and bonds with people on the Island. So they want to vote for you when they're in the jury. Um, you don't turn them off to you while you're playing. Just try to let them know, Hey, you're going home tonight, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> you show that you're a game player that you know how to play the game. And finally, another way is like Bryce said, when they're on the jury, when they can no longer do anything to you but vote for you or for against you. When they can't vote you off the island anymore, when they're on the jury, you then plead your case in front of them at tribal councils through your storytelling. Mm. So whatever you have to do to say, you know, I got that. I, I helped vote this person out because they're too smart. This person is a threat to our game. So, you know, you kind of you kind of show them love as to why you voted them out, as opposed to saying, like, I don't like this person. I'm sending them out. They're, they're going to be voted off and it is what it is. You got to, you got to kind of communicate. You got to kind of tell your story to the jury while you're sitting in tribal. Those are a few ways. Got you. I also wanted to bring up a point uh, since we are on this side of the island. Jack had said something earlier about Ricard, how Ricard is probably the most mastermind Is that a word? Mastermind we're going to sure. add that to the Bryce library. Okay. Uh, Ricard is the most masterminded player on this season. And I think that we get a glimpse of it yet again uh, when Ricard comes to Shan with the idea of getting rid of Nasir. And like, you know, him being like, it's the perfect time being as though like, you know, they're scrambling and like we could possibly use Heather and uh, Erica since Nasir just went to Heather and Erica basically saying goodbye to her. Erica, again, showing how smart she is, uh, is like, I'm not going to just lay down. Ricard comes up with this idea for Shan to play the extra vote. And he asks Shan to say, hey, can you play that? Like, let's play the vote, whatever. Again, it's so interesting because, again, there is this dilemma with Shan in the sense of we see with Deshaun and we see with Shan, you know, they're working together. But each move, whose end game does it benefit? Uh, Shan is like, I don't necessarily want to get rid of Nasir. And Ricard is like, he's a huge threat. Like this is the perfect time to blindside him and, you know, use the extra vote to get rid of him. In my opinion, I just was like, again, I'm watching like, I don't know if I would have even thought about that, Ricard. Smart player. I, I think it was super smart from Ricard. I think, I think he did everything right here. I was very, very, very confused about the decision to use the extra vote here. If you're Ricard, all you all, you only need yourself to go join Erica and Heather to vote out Nasir. Now, I respect that he told Shan about the plan and got her on board because obviously, if you if you stab Shan in the back or like execute a plan without telling her, I would not want to go back to camp with her the next day and have to have to sort that out. So I respect him bringing in Shan. Well, he so had then, to bring in Shan though, Jack, because he had to get the extra vote from her. 
But you don't need the extra because there's five people. If if Ricard, Heather, and Erica vote Nasir, he goes home. So you don't need the extra vote. You don't even need Shan. I think that I respect that he brings in Shan because that's your ally. Now, I think the only reason they play the extra vote, and maybe this is fine, is to avoid a situation where they vote all this year. He somehow knows to play the idol, and then he decides to vote out uh, Shan or Ricard, which I think if he knew to play the idol, he would probably be smart to vote Shan or Ricard because obviously he would know that they've turned on him. Um, so the extra vote just guarantees that you could split the vote, but it, which, and you know, extra votes are hard to use, right? So I guess if this is an opportunity where you think, hey, like this is going to like make sure that we're here tomorrow, go ahead. But I just think it was a little bit overkill. Now, what I will add to this, I think this it was much more beneficial for Ricard than for Shan, because if you're Ricard, you're kind of effectively burning Shan's extra vote to just ensure that you guys are cool. Plus, if if somehow Nasir plays his idol and votes for one of you, he's pretty close with Shan. He's probably going to vote Ricard. So Ricard burns her extra vote, which, you know, if Ricard's looking to make play his own game going forward, it's smart to burn that. But for Shan, on the flip side, I think, look, Nasir's an a, more of an asset for Shan. Like he, he seems to trust her pretty explicitly to the point where he's comfortable enough to tell Heather, like, hey, like our alliance is so strong, you're going home. Um, not only would, if I'm Shan, would I want to keep Nasir? Now, I, I respect her flexibility to go with Ricard's plan, but I also just think you can hold on to your extra vote. Like, there's no need to play it. Question for you, Wendeezy. If you are Nasir in this split up tribe, this is, we're at what? At this point, it's not final eight, it's final oh, 10. Man. At this point, do you even question yourself about using the idol or do you feel like, because, and again, you're Nasir right now, but uh, I just, I'm your expertise. Like, should he have just played his idol in this predicament? Uh, I think they did a good job of making Heather seem like, like, oh, I'm, I'm the one. It's me. I'm going home. And what, what did Heather say? Don't do that. I, Heather, I, okay. Okay. It reminds me of Winners at War. From the from the edge of extinction, as the merge boot, as I watched the game go on, I saw there was a point when I saw I think it was Denise acting like she was going to be the vote, and she was like playing possum and that great acting. At one point, I think when she, either she thought she she was acting like that, and they used that as a time to target maybe Nick or something like that. But I've seen I've seen it happen before when someone just acts like they're down and out. And I think, I think that's good strategy. And in this case, it looked like Heather was the one playing possum like that. And I had to like rewatch to see who voted for who and whatnot. Cause I was a little confused at first, but if I'm Nasir, I think I would have felt pretty confident, man. Mm. But I also wouldn't have told the target that mm. they were the target. Yeah. So you always, you always have to continue to check in with people and you can't, you can't overshare with people. Mm. Yeah. I, I, for, I, I just think about myself. Like if I have an idol and I get into a position like this, where I know that Ricard and Shan are close. I know that Heather and Evie are close and I get into this predicament. I, um, I'm going to, I, I, I want to see tomorrow. So I think that in, 
undoubtedly, I don't know whether or not I'll play the idol, but I think that I would be telling people I'm playing the idol just to get them off my back. Like I would be with Sharon, Shannon Ricard. Like, yeah, that's fine. But I'm like, you know what? I'm just, I, I would, I would pull the Shan. Like I'm like, I, I just don't know. I'm going to use my idol. And I would say the same thing to both sure. of them in the sense that, so they know Bryce is playing his idol. So what y'all trying to do? You also got to be, be careful. Cause if you're like, Oh, I'm playing the idol. I'm playing the idol. I'm playing the idol. It I mean, might I be like, he's, like he's playing. Right. But yeah. I would uh, I would at least drop it once. I'm considering playing the idol. Yeah, I think they did made a, they did a great job of making him feel comfortable. Like if I was in his shoes, do I don't know if I play the idol, but I do think like you know Shannon and Ricardo are close, so it's probably at this point it's either you or it's Heather. Now it's might be Heather most of the time, but there is a chance it's you. And to add to that. This is a double boot. So if you play this idol right here, that gets you two spots farther mm-hmm. the game instead of just one spot farther. So maybe playing the idol just to be safe, make sure you're in the final eight. And then there's something to be said about, you know, now you don't have an idol that might lower your threat level because there's uh, several other players in the game who still have the idols, advantages, et cetera, that people might want to take out of the game. So I don't know. I, I, I think that I think if I'm in his shoes, I, I would feel very comfortable. But, you know, it's either you or, or Heather. So it's not a bad thing to just like make sure you're good. Okay, so we're at the first tribal. That's Eric, Sham, Ricard, Nasir, and Heather. Ricard says he and Shan are close with Nasir. Eric is safe, so Heather's the easy choice. At this point, I'm thinking, all right, you guys are you guys are saying this to make Nasir feel safe, so you guys can make a big play on 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 him. Nasir says it's been a hard day for everyone. After Heather says it's been a a tough day, and he respects her like a mother, but you know she's. She's about to get voted out. Uh, Heather says she's been, she's wanted to go on this show for 20 years. She starts getting sad. She gets a little emotional, but she says she's proud of herself. Did they know that putting the extra vote was going to cause the tie? The tie. Like, cause that was yes. confusing for me because. Cause Shan's player votes with the extra vote too. I think they knew it was going to be a tie. Got you. So was Erica and Heather not on board with getting the seer out? They voted, they, they, they voted vote Nasir. Nasir. So that's my question. So you have the two of them voting for Nasir. Ricard voted for Heather. Shan voted for Heather. Nasir voted for Heather, but Shan also put her extra one on Nasir. So this plan of Ricard's to go for Nasir, he then didn't even vote for Nasir. So it's effectively it was just a split vote because they knew that the two girls were going to vote for Nasir. So I think, I think they wanted in a world where Nasir plays his idol. So they were preparing for it. They, and that's exactly why they used the extra vote. I think it was overkill, but they, 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 in a world where Nasir plays his, his idol, they wanted to have two votes on Heather mm. just to make sure. Yep. But now, in that case, could there have been two votes on her? I mean, in, in that case, if I'm Shan and I don't really want Ricard to go and I really wanted Heather to go at the last minute, I might like turn to Ricard and say, I might do a Ricard Desander at the tribal. Oh. Wait, you mean t- tell Nasir? Tell, tell Nasir. So, because I didn't realize that they were like splitting the vote. So, if Shan really wanted to be kind of sort of mad, but then it would be like, but I'm just saying, like, to get rid of Heather and to de idolize Nasir. Like, that would have yeah. accomplished that. Yeah. Like, secretly. If he would have played it. If he would have played it. That could have been a good move for Shan. I mean, you're, you're turning on 
uh, Ricard if he realizes, but like I, I think right. that would be a smart play. But if she were be able to somehow communicate that to him without Ricard even ever knowing, that would be that could be great. But so okay, so they split. But the I vote. have a question. Go ahead. Why not? Why not just put three on Nasir, two on Heather, and keep your extra vote. And if he pulls his idol, Heather's going home. That's what I'm saying. Um, Maybe because they don't trust that those ones are actually going. That the but here's American the thing. Heather- here's the thing, Wendell. Um, say Nasir realizes that you are going for him and wants to play the idol. Um, if if Erica had and Nasir, that's three votes Nasir. Um, then Shan votes Heather to split it. But if you assume Nasir knows he's getting turned on when he plays his idol, he's not going to vote for Heather. He might vote for Ricard or Shan. And then it's one-to-one. And then on the re-vote, uh, Nasir, Erica, and then say Shan get to vote. And you would assume that Erica's going to vote Ricard because she doesn't want Heather to go. And you would assume that Nasir's going to keep his vote on Ricard because he just turned on them. So that's like why they're putting that extra vote, just to make sure that in that situation, they're good. I think it's a little bit overcomplicated, but I think they're just making sure that they're safe. Yeah, you protect yourself. I get it. So ultimately, and sadly, we get our boy Nasir going home. Mm-hmm. What a great, what a great character this season, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Nasir was fun to watch, um, and I, I hope that his daughters enjoyed, you know, seeing their dad out there kill it. Yeah. So on to the next tribal. We have Deshaun, Evie, Liana. Uh, and immune Xander and Danny heading in. Uh, Xander sits down and he lets the folks know that the beef stew was delicious and it was more than. What are you doing? Oh, yeah. Sorry, that earlier. Was, that was the beef stew coming up. Digestion. <laughs> yeah, he loved that beef stew. Um, Xander says everyone was kissing up to him, the person in power. And Jeff goes around and asks everyone how comfortable they are and everyone seems pretty comfortable and then we get Danny saying well we came in here and saw Nasir sitting over there and that was kind of like a wake up call maybe we aren't that comfortable Evie says she's like 75% comfortable we have her and Deshaun earlier they were talking so Evie thinks that maybe Deshaun and Xander are with with her yeah and so and Deshaun again playing the middle he is really with Liana and Danny so that's he's in a good position right there in this small tribe. And so then we get the vote. Our girl, Evie receives three votes. Liana receives two votes. Evie goes home. Mm. This is, I didn't think about it when I was watching the episode, but thinking about it after I, and I, I always, I trust Xander's strategic judgment. And obviously there's a lot of things that we don't see out there, but I think there really is a case for him to use his extra vote on Liana because in, in a recent update or whatever, extra votes carry over to the revote. So if Xander uses his extra vote, he can force a tie on the revote that is going to force Danny and Deshaun to to vote for Evie or to vote for Liana or Danny and Deshaun would have to draw rocks. So if Xander uses his extra vote, he basically guarantees that Liana goes home here. I feel like taking out someone you know is against you and keeping Evie in who, you know, has proven that she's kind of all over the place with her loyalty, but that she would work with you. I, I think it could be worth an extra vote to, to make sure that Liana goes home. So uh, I don't know. I think, I think that would have been very smart. Now, what do you think? Yeah, no, I mean, I'm just trying to like picture the numbers and how that would work. Yeah. And this is like for Xander's. I mean, yeah, no, 
that that work that feasibly works for Xander uh, yeah. to to lock them in. But I, again, if I'm Xander, I want to keep all my ammunition for as long as possible. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know if Xander really trusts Evie that much either. So maybe he's like, hey, if Evie goes home, I'm now a free agent with you know an idol with an advantage. Uh, hopefully I can just make it work like that. But I don't know. I think if you know if someone's against you, it, it could be worth using an extra because extra it's hard to play sometimes. Yeah. So if if this is a, a kind of a, a cut and clear situation where you could take out someone who's probably your biggest adversary, I think there's a case for that. Another question for you guys on this type of tribe, right? If say I was ahead or say like in a, I don't know if Evie really knew that they were at the bottom of this tribe, but for Heather's sake, would it have been worth the numbers? Yeah, Heather's not on I'm, the tribe. I know, but I, I'm talking just the person at the bottom specifically. Okay. Um, and I don't feel like on this tribe that we're on, I don't think that Evie was aware that they were at the bottom. And so I don't think that Liana, Ev- like, but I'm just saying, like, if you're at the bottom of these five persons tribe, is now, would now be the best time to roll the dice? I mean, uh, strike the fire. I mean, um, shake the, di- like, uh, what, what, what's the saying? Uh, Shoot the dice. Shot in the dark. Shot in the dark. I think probably not because if you're Evie, you know this vote is probably going to be a 3 2 vote if it goes your way. So I think you have to hope that Deshaun is going to come through. Because if you do a shot in the dark and then you lose your vote, even if Deshaun votes with you, now it's going to be a tie. He's just going to flip back and take you out because he's not trying to like draw rocks. But I'm saying statistically, would you have a better shot? on a five-person tribe. I think I y'all answered this for me before again. It's always one in six. I think it's always one in six. Okay, all right. So, yeah. so no. Jack, Jack, what happened to your lighting, bro? I guess the, the sun the, is the going The sun's down. cascading down through the window. All so right. let me, hold all on. Right. Well, hold I, on. um, no, nah, you're good, brother. You're good. And I, I just got some new vegan ice cream. I love vegan ice cream. I'm about to eat some. Oh. So we got to go. But <laughs> real quickly, uh, Evie gets voted out. And one thing that she says when she's leaving and I love her attitude, man, mm-hmm. even in tribal and a few people like you saw Deshaun smiling a little bit in tribal. You see every happy, like great attitude. And you see Evie saying, I, I wrote it down. I think I did my best. I'm proud of myself. Any queer kids out there, be yourself. You're amazing. Love yourself. Yeah, Evie has the best that's attitude. That's what I'm talking about. That's how you leave the game. That's how you go out with your head the hell high and that's why Evie in my heart is the best inspiring like you know I we had a quick little text and I, I, I I'm just honored to know them and I'm honored that's the type of legacy that you leave for like y'all know me the, the, that 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 is just like uh for me that got my heart pumping and um yes hold your kudos, head up high kudos kudos to production for casting her kudos to them for putting that in the show uh, this show is about, I'm sorry, for cat. I said her for casting them. Kudos to the show for casting them and putting this in the show. Now more people have people to root for. Okay. Yeah. That'd be so dope. And they're so like multifaceted too, where they've got, you know, a master's degree from Harvard or uh, like, I think it's a master's degree. They're repping the, the, the LGBTQ community, but they also have this like, chills like when i'm doing the impression they have this chill surfer bro like attitude like happy go lucky like hell yeah dude like i i I thought evie was such an awesome character so jack you're evie real quick evie how was it to play survivor man 
playing Survivor was so sick. Um, I was, if you're a queer kid out there, you rock. Um, and I love you guys. <laughs> I'll see you on the jury. <laughs> That Let's is go. <laughs> that is like weirdly uh a somewhat good like I uh that is a weirdly good impression of the great Evie. At sad to see you go, but Thank you, I, dude. I, I, <laughs> and we love you. We love, we love you, you. We love and, uh, watching you. It's it's truly inspiring for me to watch uh someone like you play the game. My heart goes out to you. Again, this season is amazing. This was what episode nine, yeah. And it is, it's, it is, it is, it's listen, the it's getting down to crunch time. We're we gonna see some stuff. The, the stew, stew is, is stewing, the stew is okay. The stew is stewing. Oh, oh, the stew is stewing. Oh, oh, you want your beef in the stew? Oh, you want your chicken in the stew? Oh. Uh, we got Ricard yeah. in the stew. Oh, uh, uh, we got Xander in the stew. Uh, oh, uh, we got <laughs> we got <laughs> Shan in the stew. Oh, uh, oh, oh, we got Evie in the stew. Uh, oh, 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 we got Abraham in the stew. Uh, oh, oh, <laughs> uh, we got JD in the stew. Uh, oh, oh, it's money in the stew. Ooh, it's money. But listen, guys, thank you again for watching the Purple Pants podcast. Thank you to our YouTube listeners or, or watchers. We appreciate it. Make sure if you're listening to this on the podcast, make sure you subscribe to the Bryce Isaiah YouTube channel. Thank you so much. And listen, we'll be back next week. Jack had them bars ready. Wendell, have your bars ready. You've be been ready. warned. But listen, I gotta go because the stew is a stew. And that's going to conclude our recap of episode nine for this week's edition of the Survivor News here on the Purple Pants Podcast. If you have not already, please make sure you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, wherever it is that you get your podcasts from. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Give your baby boy some five stars. Write a review. Make sure you follow the YouTube Bryce Isaiah so you can watch along with us. Until next week, it's a, it's a, it's a. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You let listen in public might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You trying to unwind? You better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You trying to get your snack? You better hurry right back though. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.